Welcome to On The Spot, where two student pastors talk about stuff that matters. I'm Dakota. And I'm Kyle. Happy New Year, Dakota! Yeah, we, Kyle, we are on episode number 10. Episode number 10, Dakota. That's crazy. I know. I'm really, really excited about this. I think that it is pretty cool. Um, I think that it is very exciting, and I didn't know if we would actually make it to 10. Uh, but we're still going and we have consistent people listening. So we are grateful for that. And we are excited. For whatever reason, they have nothing better to do with their time. No, it's because they think that what we talk about matters. It's true. It's true. (laughs) So it's true. Uh, but there is something I want to really quickly mention before we jump into things about our last podcast. Yes. Um, we mentioned Die Hard a few times. We did. Well, Well, Josh, Josh Perchette, our video person on staff, he does a great job. He listens through the wall because our studio is on the other side of his office. And he sent me a text, and I did not have time to mention this on the last episode. Uh, but he sent me a text, you know, midway, halfway, a little over halfway through the episode, saying that Bruce Willis, who portrays the uh, protagonist in the movie, uh, he has come out claiming that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Wow, it's official. Yep. Yep. Alert, so. news alert. Yep. Everybody get your phones out and tweet about it. <laughs> so if you're if you're curious, that is the answer. So Kyle, you have a question of the day for I us. I do have a question of the day. Dakota, I want to know what is your word of the year? So at the point that we are recording this, which is December 10th, I have not landed on that yet. You're such a slacker, Dakota. So, um, is slacker your word of the year? <laughs> no, my word of 2020 was read. And as you'll see later, uh, that has been very good. And I think that that has been a, a, a good thing for me this year. Um, so I am currently praying through what um, that's going to look like for 2021. So why don't you tell everybody what, you know, a lot of people come up with New Year's resolutions, but you do something a little bit different. You uh, you come up with a word of the year and you let that become your theme for the entire year. Explain yes. what it is you do with that and how it impacts the way that you live. So. A lot of this comes from Craig Rochelle. He's one of my favorite um, pastors to listen to. Um, and he it's this idea that rather than doing a um, New Year's resolution that potentially you will um, just drop after a couple of days, it's this idea of cultivating a discipline throughout the year that you will maintain for the rest of your life. Um, so like I said, my, my word for 2020 was read because I was seeing in my life that reading scripture, reading um, books for pleasure and for uh, you know knowledge and, and understanding of things. Uh, I was just lacking in that in a huge way, and that has greatly improved through 2020. So uh, I just haven't landed on what I feel like the Lord wants me to specifically grow in through this year yet. So, uh, But I will before 2021 or 2020 is over. That's good. That's good. And you need to let us know what that word is so that the podcast community can hold you accountable. There you go. Okay. So that'll be a future question of the uh, question of the day. Like, Dakota, how is your um, slacker theme going there this year? Go. <laughs> Are you slacking well enough? So, okay. So, what we're going to do 2020 was. And has been a rough year. Yes. Everybody would agree yes. with that. Yes, it has. Uh, and we focused throughout 2020 on a lot of negative things, which is frustrating. So I loved this idea from you, Kyle, which was for us to talk about what were our top five positives 
from 2020. Yeah, I mean, because all of us, and and I'm no stranger to this at all, all of us struggle with focusing on the negative. Yeah. And 2020 has given us a lot of things to be negative yeah. about. Um, but I am a naturally negative person, and it is really difficult for me to think back on a period of time and identify the the, the positive things. And I think, you know, just based on Scripture, that it's important for us to cultivate this, uh, you know, uh, cheese alert here, attitude of gratitude. Right. Um, so that we can be more grateful to the Lord for the blessings that He has given us, even in the middle of difficult times. And I think the more that we do that, the more that we will be... Uh, solid and stronger in our faith and following him because we can focus on him and the good things that he blesses us with despite how difficult our circumstances may be. Right. I think it's great. Um, so I'll start out with my honorable mentions real quick. I'm just going to kind of jump right through them. I, like I said in past episodes, we went on our, on our you know traditional uh, Thanksgiving vacation. We went with a couple of friends to Virginia Beach. So that was a good experience. Yeah, we had a great time, and we didn't go to the beach much. We just went to really Because you went in November. Yeah, we went to great restaurants. We had a lot of fun. We went to the aquarium, stuff like that. It was a great time. Also, we started uh, on the spot in 2020. We did. Which, Yay, uh, that, 10 episodes. <laughs> that's been a highlight for it's me. It's not a milestone. It's more like a footstone. <laughs> Uh, it's a stone on the footpath to the backyard. <laughs> exactly. But it, but it is a step nonetheless. Yes. So that was something that I look at as a huge positive. Uh, and then also MotoGP with the Donnellys has been a huge thing. We, we do that very, when they have, we have a race, we typically do a, a big dinner. Sandy makes whatever food is correlating with whatever um, country that they are racing in. So is this like motocross? No, this is um, like... Uh, super bikes and street bike racing uh, and that's not motocross no that's dirt bikes oh okay <laughs> yeah. see shows what yeah. i know difference you know. um, so you, were you uh root for people like francesca bertinelli or something no. like that <laughs> no fabio quadraro <laughs> fabio quadraro that's my yeah. favorite driver so <laughs> fabio so we had the um we, we we do that very regularly through the through the motor gp season uh which is always a great time with friends and hanging out uh, then also we had Josh and Hannah. Y'all got to meet and hear from Josh on a previous podcast. I guess they're okay. Uh, they Josh came on staff <laughs> as our worship pastor. Um, I'm really grateful for their friendship and, and just the fun that we have. And then also uh, Haley and I started an Airbnb uh, in our basement, which has been a really positive thing for us. Um, even during COVID, we, uh, that is what is paying extra on my student loans. So You'll hear about that later, but... Uh, Spoiler I, alert! Yeah, uh, our Airbnb has been a really, really cool thing. So let's hear about your honorable mentions. Honorable Kyle. mentions. I went on a fun family vacation with my sister and her family to just some random cabin in the middle of nowhere, Virginia. So not the beach. It was not the beach at all. It was not the beach. It was definitely not the beach in November. Um. We had the 10th ever Elevate. Elevate's like a special retreat, uh, in, in home, in town retreat that uh, we have traditionally done every March. Is that also the last one? I'm not ready to, to disclose <laughs> any of that right now. Uh, so, and definitely not on a podcast. Uh, so, we're, we're just going to not pr pretend that Dakota didn't say anything about that. But it was the 10th Elevate. 
I got to be the speaker for it, and I think it was just a special time. I think it was my favorite Elevate that we've done so far. That's awesome. It was a blessing that it happened right before COVID. Yeah. Like, literally, we had it in March, and then, like, the next week, it was like, you can't go to church anymore. Or the two retreats that I had planned. <laughs> yes, yes. They, they were not the highlights of your 2020. Nope. Uh, Josh and Hannah. I absolutely love Josh and Hannah. They are great. Glad to have them on staff. And then I mentioned the podcast as well. Awesome. Awesome. So um, we're going to start with, because we typically start with my number five, but we're going to start with your number five. Uh-oh, switching things up a um, bit. So I want to hear, Kyle, what was your number five? Uh, my number positive? five great thing that happened in 2020, we got rid of the two ugliest trees at my house. We had this ugly tree out front that I think used to be good looking, but it let itself go. Oh, my. And then we had this tree on the side of our house that definitely was good looking, and it definitely started dying. Like, like I think it caught leprosy, <laughs> and it like half of it was like the middle of it was dead, and it was alive on the side. So it was like a dude who went bald up the middle. He had hair on the sides, and it was bald on top. And so um, we got both of those cut down, done away with, ground the stumps, and I feel like coming home is so much more peaceful because I don't have to look at those suckers every time I pull into the driveway. So <laughs> that's my number five. Made getting, everything better for you. Yes, getting rid of the two ugliest trees at my house. Well, what? my number five is the 180 conference. Uh, so the 180 conference was just the student conference that we put on, uh, and we ended up doing it here because of... COVID, it was kind of the response to the fact that we couldn't do anything that we normally plan. We did something totally new, and I think that it is something that ended up being fantastic, and we will continue doing. So that is my number five. It was awesome. Absolutely. Love the 180 conference. Um, yeah, it's going to have some impact on the future, I believe. So my number four uh, was reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Absolutely love this book. Uh, I'm a little bit of a nerd when it comes to reading uh, productivity literature, uh, stuff that is meant to help you understand how the human brain works, to understand how you know, social behavior, how we tick. Um, I feel like that stuff helps me understand how God wired us and how God made us. And mm -hmm. I love coming up with ways that I can be more effective and efficient in, in uh, uh, just living life. And I feel like Atomic Habits is one of the best, if not the best books I have ever read when it comes to developing healthy habits uh, if you have a habit that you're trying to start and you're having a hard time starting, it just doesn't feel like you're effective. Or if you've got some bad habits that you are trying to break, a lot of people are trying to break bad yeah. habits, start good habits at the beginning of the year. This is a fantastic book to read as far as helping you be more effective in stopping habits and starting habits. So that's nice. my number four, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Well, my number four is actually about reading as well. Um, like I said before, read was my word for uh, 2020, and I have read more this year than I ever have. I have not read the Atomic Habits book, um, but we had... Uh, Did you finally finish that Dr. Seuss book you were trying to finish? <laughs> yeah. Um, was it The Cat in the Hat or Go Dog Go? I don't remember. You don't remember. Um, so the, um, we do this thing called Forged, which is our uh, men's group that we meet with throughout the year. Um, as pastors, we lead those. And so there was a, quite a few books within that. I think it was five books, right? Five or six. Yeah, somewhere um, in there. So I did read. I did all the reading for that. So um, Congratulations. Yep, thanks. I appreciate that. 
so that was a huge chunk. And then I also read the book Everybody Always, which we talked about, um, which kind of was one of the catalysts to starting the podcast. Um, yeah, we, we did this. We did book y- reviews. A book, a YouTube book review. Yeah. Uh, and we got know. like two episodes. Yes, we did. And then we decided we'd rather do a podcast. It was really hard to read that much. Um, but I, you know, so I read Everybody Always uh, for kind of pleasure. I read The Cursed Child. Which I'm is a- about Baby Yoda's evil twin. No, uh, it's it's a, the continuation of the Harry Potter um, series. It's, oh, okay. It's, it's actually like, a, it's a play, actually. So you're so reading a script. Pretty much. Gotcha. Um, I haven't quite finished it, but is I'm it almost good? done. It, it is actually, I like it. It's pretty, some people love it, some people hate it. Uh, I actually really, really liked it. I thought that it was a good, um, it was a good continuation. It's not as good as the originals, but it is good. Um, and then is I, it is it a prequel or a sequel? Sequel. It's oh, after the series, okay. so it's it's actually Harry Potter's kids. Oh, um, Harry so, Potter had kids. Yeah, huh? so it's pretty cool. Um, but then who did he get married to? Uh, Jenny. Jenny Weasley. Jenny um, on the block. Ron's sister. Uh, but then also we are currently reading uh, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, which has been good. We're reading the book Lead with our pastoral staff. So Paul David Tripp came out in 2020. It's such a good book. Yeah. And then also the gospel comes with a house key, which we were going to do a book review on, but I really didn't like the book. So I feel like (laughs) that was the catalyst for stopping video reviews. (laughs) Um, Because we didn't know how we were going to review a book that really, I don't know about you, but I just didn't like. Um, Um, So I read Rosaria Butterfield's. biography secret thoughts of an unlikely convert yeah and i loved it um i I wasn't a huge fan of this one um it's not that i disagreed with her premises or disagreed with her thoughts or anything like that it's just that i found it i found it to be not as good yeah (laughs) so like i said before uh, it was my word for the year it was really a huge goal of mine to read more and i've been a lot more consistent uh even in reading scripture, um, which has been great. So uh, I would say that that's been a huge highlight for me for for 2020, 2020, despite everything else that was going on. um, This was something that I was afforded the opportunity to actually do well. So So my number three, I have a friend named John, and John uh, at the beginning of 2020 was not a, a Christian. Wow. Uh, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, he was our friend Kimberly's one. We we participated in the Hoosier One campaign, mm-hmm. um, I guess national or international campaign uh, that the Southern Baptist Convention did f- that, that basically asked people to identify one person in your life that you want to pray for and pursue for the sake of the gospel uh, to, to hopefully see them become to, come to know the Lord this year or later yeah. on. And uh, John... Uh, at one point in his life was kind of adamant about not believing in Jesus, not following Jesus or whatever. And, you know, Kimberly and I were talking about that at one point in time. And um, I ended up, for whatever reason, sending him a bunch of books about Christianity. Wow. I lived in Boston. And um, you're not a huge reader, and I am a huge reader, so I probably (laughs) overwhelmed him a little bit. Um, But he ended up reading one of them called The Case for Christ by Lee Strobel. Yeah. And, and through what he read in the book, The Case for Christ, uh, he ended up becoming a Christian. Praise the Lord. That's awesome. And uh, he is uh, now, uh, fast forward a little bit, uh, he has now, he's in the process of moving down here. Uh, oh. he, he lived down here, believe it or not, for a while. He was able to tell, you know, when 
2020, everyone had to telecommute. Yeah. He ended up telecommuting um, from here. Uh, ended up telecommuting from 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 Virginia. Yeah. He lived here for a while, and I've been able to meet with him weekly mm-hmm. uh, for discipleship and stuff like that. Uh, and he is also in the process of being here, gotten engaged to um, my friend Kimberly. <laughs> Uh, and so they'll be getting married at some point in time this year. So I'm just kind of really excited for them, really excited for, uh, you know, John's walk with the Lord. And I just thought it was a really cool thing that happened in 2020. He often says, I know 2020 was terrible for everyone else, but it was one of the best years of my life. Yeah, that's super cool. That was actually really, really cool to, to be able to see uh, the fruit of that as well. Yes. So um, praise the Lord for that. My number three um, is... Not nearly as spiritual. I have just... That's okay. I put in my top five cutting down trees. <laughs> One of the things that I've really wanted to do is get more healthy, I guess. So just being consistent, going to the gym. Uh, I try to go to the gym three days a week, and I've been more consistent in 2020, even when the gym shut down, which did throw a wrench in things. Um, once it was reopened, uh, I got started right back in there and was consistent again three days a week. So that's been a huge thing It's just being able to be consistent, going to the gym, um, caring a little bit more about the health of my body. Well um, done, sir. Because, so, you know, I do want to be around for a while. Yes. <laughs> so, when you um, die, people don't want to remember you as being a fat slob. Oh, my. That is just. Now, geez. you're not a fat slob. <laughs> I don't think you've ever been a fat slob. <laughs> but we want to protect against that ever being a thing for you. The slobbery. The uh, slobbery. That so. is your word for 2020. <laughs> Anti-slobbery. So uh, consistency in the gym is my number three. Man, I'm having a hard 2021, time. 2021, sorry. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with words today. So, Kyle, what is your number two? My number two is the 180 conference. Already kind of talked about it, but, you know, it was uh, just a very special uh, event. It's kind of Elevate-like, mm-hmm. um, but we did it together as a high school ministry and a middle school ministry combined. Which was extremely special. Yeah, and it it was just really special. You and I were the speakers, and Mm -hmm. I I just felt like in the middle of a pandemic, we were able to pull something off that did not feel less than. Yeah. Um, yeah, because true. of everything that was going on. And we so. did a lot of things that we would have said felt less than. Sure, absolutely. Um, but that was not one of them. That for is sure. correct. So really enjoyed the 180 conference. Yeah. So my number two is in the summertime, uh, my parents, like I, I think I've said this before on the, on the uh, podcast, but my parents have a houseboat on Fontana Lake, and we go there every is summer. Is that where Fabio Gorantano practices no, in the, no, in no, the no, off-season? No. No. Um, so, <laughs> hey, did, just a side note. Didn't you grow up where the movie Heavyweights was filmed? Yes. Didn't yes. you go to that fat camp? I did not. That wasn't a real fat camp. And yes, I did go to a program to lose weight. It was not a camp. No, no, no. But I'm saying <laughs> I love the movie Heavyweights. If yeah. people haven't seen so that it, that was filmed in Brevard, which is about 10, 15 minutes. Is that from on where Lake I live. Fontana? No, no. It's about an hour and a half from there. Oh, okay. Um, so. There is actually a camp that that was filmed. I feel like we just glossed camp, over though. the fact that you went to fan camp and everyone wants to hear about yeah, that. We'll talk about that another time. Okay. That's uh, going to be the question for the next episode. <laughs> Tell me about fat camp. So it wasn't camp. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so we we go on a vacation to my parents' houseboat every year for a week, uh, and it is one of my favorite things to do because it is incredible. I grew up going to that lake, grew up on that houseboat every single weekend during the summer. Typically, so a houseboat is like a boat that like it's a picture that is shaped a, like a house. Picture a tiny house sitting on styrofoam floating on the water. That's, that's cool. what it is. That's really so, cool. So that's the best way to describe it. And it's got two big docks on the, on either side to play on. Did so, anyone get seasick? No. Uh, no, you don't get seasick on that. Um, but the reason that this was one of this is my top two is because uh, Rob Maddox, who was our former worship pastor, he he uh, was called to a different church in Tennessee, and they he and their family actually joined us on the that land vacation. of the dueling banjos. Um, <laughs> so it was. I don't know if it is or not, but it just. I don't think so, uh, <laughs> but it was just really special to have them because Rob's one of my best friends, yeah. and for him to uh, have moved away but then have the opportunity to do um, a, a week together um, as two families was really, really special, and, and it's probably going to turn into something that we do every year. So That's um, cool. Definitely a highlight of our year. Good deal. Well, it's time for number one. Yes, it is. My number one. And this this had to be number one. It couldn't not be this. Mm -hmm. um, when I think of 2020, this will be the thing that I remember more than anything else. My daughter, Riley, was born yes. in 2020. She was born six weeks early, <laughs> and she was healthy, which is great. Like, she, we had to have an emergency C-section, and, uh, you know, it, it was like one of those things where you just... You didn't plan for it. And she did what Matthew failed to do. <laughs> she was born on... Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you, Dakota. Uh, so this was this was crazy because li literally the day before we had celebrated my son's birthday because he's born on May 3rd. And he missed it. He missed it. Less, and, and I have always for years kind of made fun of the fact that he was yeah. just hours away yeah. from being a Star Wars baby. And then here comes my daughter, you know, deciding, okay, you know, where, where my brother failed, I will yes. succeed. I think that's hilarious. I will be born on Star Wars Day so I can well, become the favorite child. The best part of that is that there was zero expectation of that because she was six weeks early. Oh, yeah. She's born, supposed to be born in the middle of June, and here she comes early May. Yeah, so that's incredible. Yeah, so, so my, my daughter Riley, she is uh, she is such a joy. Uh, in fact, her name is Riley Joy. Um, it just one of the really cool things about twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, my number one also has to do with um, offspring. Um, my son turned one years old, and that's a huge deal because Crosby's first year of life was it was challenging. Um, in a lot of ways, there's multiple surgeries within that year. Uh, he wore a helmet for nine weeks in that year. Uh, allergy discovery in that year. Um, we actually even had to get rid of our dog because he's allergic to dogs. And like, there was a lot about Crosby's first year that was hard and scary. And he's our first kid, so we had to learn a lot of that um, together. But him landing at one year, super healthy, super just fun. He's, you know, he's just awesome. Yeah. And it was. You got a good kid, man. It was really exciting to celebrate that that first birthday. I was Especially that with guys, that yummy birthday cake. I was, I was glad that you guys got to come and celebrate that with us, even though you went to the wrong place to begin with. That's uh, true. <laughs> it's so, true. That was um, not one of my favorites of 2020. So regardless of the difficulties, regardless of the challenges and the 
even at times the division that has surrounded 2020 and all of the negative things, um, from us to you as the listeners, we would challenge you to take some time to look at what was positive. Because really, when I look back on 2020, if I if I just close my eyes to COVID and um, all of the division in our country, I had a great year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was a great year. Um, and, and I think that we can very easily forget that. So it's true. Uh, I'm glad that you challenged us to do that exercise. But we do have another top five that we are going to jump into. Yeah, we want to also do the top five things we want to be different uh, in 2021. Now, this is different. This isn't saying the, the top five things that we hated about 2020. Correct. This is just to kind of, you know, do that whole like new year sort of. Uh, not New Year's resolution, but kind of that same vibe. Mm. Uh, top 10 things we want to be different in 2021 and that we're going to hope for and uh, pray for and kind of work towards. So, Dakota, what is your number five thing that you want to be different in 2021? So my number five, it's just a broad stroke. Um, I'm just ready for COVID restrictions to go away um, because, I mean, we have we have a retreat coming up for our high schoolers, the Grace Retreat in February, and we're still up in the air on some of that stuff. And it's simply because of COVID restrictions. We yeah. don't know if we can. And if we can't, we can't. We will figure we, – we have a backup plan. But it would just be really nice to be able to – to, to live life without all those restrictions constantly changing everything. Um, so that's, that's what's my your least five. favorite restriction. Um, I really dislike, I, I can deal with the masks. That doesn't bother me all that much. I really dislike the, the social distancing, um, because that limits yeah. so much of what we do. Right. Um, so it's probably the social distancing. It is awkward when you come into the, uh, the student ministry building and, you know, kids like to be together, and yeah. the chairs are spaced out six feet apart. Yeah, it's really, really awful. <laughs> and, and, and you know, imagine this. T- teenagers don't like to abide by restrictions. No, they don't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I will be very, very glad to see that um, be lifted. So, Kyle, what is your number five? My number five has to do with sports. Um, I like Major League Baseball, and I like college football. Those are my two favorite sports. And I feel like even though Alabama is number one and has a really good shot this year of winning a national championship, I am an Alabama fan. I went to Alabama, uh, grew up in Alabama since eighth grade. Um, I feel like there's, it's just very weird this year. You know, Ohio State is is ranked in the top four, projected to make the playoffs. Liberty's in the top twenty five. Well, yeah, I'm not worried about them. <laughs> they're they're small change. Um, but 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 Ohio State's in the top four, and yet they've played five games. Yeah, they are five and zero. Oh, and you got Alabama over here that's like played twice as many games, and it just feels very. It's very difficult to identify who's actually good, who's actually good, and who's yeah. not. And so many. Uh, you know, while I'm grateful that we annihilated LSU, <laughs> I also recognize the fact that um, LSU didn't have a lot of their best players because, you know, they they did they felt like it was a wasted season and they just decided not to play so they can prepare for the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so college football season is just not as fun. And I really miss going to Major League Baseball games. Yeah, I love attending. I've got this like lifelong bucket list thing of going to every Major League Baseball stadium. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I've got a, a home plate shaped 
uh, case in my in my office here at work with uh, a that has it has enough spaces in it for every single major league baseball team. And every time I go to a stadium, I buy a ball from that stadium and I put it in that case. Yeah. Well, obviously, I didn't get to go to a baseball game this past year. Mm-hmm. And just because of family stuff, I didn't get to go to a, a, a baseball game last year either. So it's been like three years since I've been to a baseball game. Wow. And I really, I really need to go. I love going to a baseball game. I love just chilling. So well, it's nice that the Nats are just down the road. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so that's my number five is sports. Nice. Well, my number four, and this is just, again, something that I'm excited to just be behind us, um, is just political tension. Um, And it may not be behind us. I don't know. Um, But it's something that I would like to be different uh, because um, Drew actually said this the other day. Drew's our senior pastor, and uh, he actually had mentioned, I can't remember when it was, but he had mentioned that, you know, in 2020, there were a lot of us, I think it was in a prayer meeting, um, that, you know, po- politics and COVID dominated more conversations than Jesus. Yeah. And I just would love for, to be able to have a conversation with someone and, you know, politics and COVID not be the thing right. that is brought up first, you well, know? And both of those things have been so incredibly divisive. Yes. Not just between the church and the world. But in the church. But in the church. Yeah. And I think that's been the thing that has been so frustrating and difficult is how both of those things have divided people from loving each other mm. and being able to serve together. Yeah. And I know of people who have literally left churches yep. because they could not get along with someone who shared a different opinion about COVID or mm-hmm. had a slightly different political opinion from yep. them. And I just I just personally think... It's very saddening. It is sad because we have Jesus in common. Yeah. And Jesus should dominate everything about us yeah and we we should be able to 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 work together with people for the sake of the mission and the kingdom Mm. yeah i'm totally totally in agreement with that i love it uh so what about you kyle my number four is the restitution of hugs i miss (laughs) hugs i want to hug people now i still hug my family but did, did you say restitution when you meant to say reinstitution? I did say restitution. I was like, What's wait, re- what? What, what is restitution? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to look up the word restitution. I meant reinstitution. <laughs> restitution means... Is it the same? No, I don't think so. <laughs> that would be uh, good. The restoration of something lost or stolen to its prop... No, wait. Yeah. To its proper it order. It worked. It works. I shouldn't have said anything. This has been lost to me. So you want the restitution of yes. hugs. <laughs> I want the restitution of hugs. They have been stolen from me. I love hugging. I I, I imagine even um, when we have a vaccine and, and no restrictions and we're not worried about COVID or whatever, that, um, you know, that people are still probably going to be hesitant to hug people. Mm-hmm. But... I I like hugs. Yeah, so you're just going to hug those people anyway. Yeah. So everybody look out because um, yes. Kyle's coming. Yes. 
Well, my number three is I really hope that movie theaters survive and that they reopen. Um, there is a chance that movie theaters won't do well. And you like to go um, to movie theaters by yourself, I, so you might still be able I to do that. I hate going by myself. Um, <laughs> but I love going to the movie theater. It is just a full experience for me. What's the so last movie you saw in the theater? I don't remember because it was that I, long ago. I don't remember either. Uh, which is sad, but I really miss it going to It definitely was not movies. in 2020, I can tell you that. No, I... Well, I mean, maybe for in me. like Jane. I think I went to the movies in 2020, but I don't remember what I went and saw. Yeah, w- it's wouldn't just, it be terrible if you wasted your last movie theater experience ever on a terrible movie? <laughs> yeah, like you went and saw one of the Grinch movies in ah, the theater. Stop it! Stop it! Well, I will say that the the most recent animated one isn't my favorite, but. Yes, I agree with you. But yeah, I just hope that movie theaters are open again because I really enjoy um, that. What about your number three? Uh, my number three is people coming back to church. Yes. Um, I didn't you know. put that because I'm not as spiritual as you, apparently. No, I just... Uh, <laughs> I I want to... There, a lot of people are concerned about, about COVID, and that's understandable. So they're naturally staying away, and they're doing the whole church thing from home. But one of the things I'm concerned about is that people have gotten used to Mm. not doing the church thing. And so I think that there are some people who have reinstituted going to other places. Yeah. Like they'll go out to eat. They'll go to the grocery store, which, you know, I, I know that's a necessity, but they'll go shopping at a clothing store. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll go to a bunch of different places, maybe even to other people's houses to hang out or mm-hmm. go to holiday parties, but they won't go back to church yet. And I think there's this stigma that church is somehow less safe, and that that's understandable. Which I think that we actually have instituted so many things, we're probably more safe than other places. Sure, sure. Um, but I, I, my fear is that some people have gotten so comfortable with the idea that they can do church in their pajamas yeah. from home. Yeah that that they're not they're going to struggle coming back mm-hmm. to doing church in present and it it really concerns me because the book of hebrews um the writer tells us that we should not forsake the gathering together yeah. of the saints there is something special about worshiping the lord together yeah uh and i'm just i'm afraid that our uh me, myself, and I tendencies of our Western American culture are going to push us to viewing Christianity through a more individualized, personal lens than it should be. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That is a fear of mine. I mean, I, I see that. I, I mean, we're seeing that. It's not, yeah. it's not something that we're just concerned about. It is something that is happening. So, And I know that some people need to stay away yeah. because of health challenges yeah, and, and health reasons, and I totally get that. Yeah, we're not condemning that, but yeah. we are saying there is a point where you got to come back. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes people just use it as an excuse. An excuse. Yep. yep. Um, so... Yeah. Anyway, well, my number two is more along the lines of a, a spiritual thing. Um, we have an opportunity ahead of us as a student ministry and as a church as a whole uh, to potentially be able to partner with a um, church in Iceland and planting more churches and continuing that. It's called the Iceland Project. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. But 
Um, again, that's is this the place with all the ice and snow, Dakota? Oh my! I mean, there is ice and snow there, but it's not Greenland. Uh, <clears throat> so wait, um, hold on. Greenland is full of ice, and Iceland is full of green. Yeah, in fascinating the very base of it yes do you know Um, the capital of iceland i don't and i probably can't say i think it's reykjavik if i'm not mistaken yeah i have no idea i might Um, be wrong about that so we have an opportunity to partner with an organization called the iceland project which is a network of churches that are planting more churches i got it right nice (laughs) and i'm really really excited about that however the only way that this is going to happen is if drew and i are able to go on the vision trip this coming summer. Yeah. So we need um, the restrictions to lift so that we can do that, so that we can actually um, expand and and plan out what that's going to look like yeah. for 2022. That's, so that's a huge prayer request. If you're looking for something to to pray about uh, in 2021 for us, um, this would be a, a huge thing as we build yeah. this partnership out and help the people of Iceland uh, meet Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So what about you, Kyle? My number two, I want my kids to go back to school full time. Is that because you don't like spending time with them? I love spending time with my kids. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm kidding. There I'm comes kidding. there comes a limit, though. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's just been really hard to watch uh, to watch my son not be at school. Not he misses he misses his friends. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's just, it's it's so hard. He goes to school on Monday and Tuesday. He has, like, a distance learning, like, thing on Wednesday, and then he does, uh, like, video, like, online Zoom-type stuff right. on Thursday and Friday. And it's just really hard mm-hmm. trying to make all that happen. And, you know, he's he's just feeling the, the loneliness that a lot of us are feeling. My, my daughter was supposed to start um, preschool this year. And that's not happening. Oh. And, you know, all of this compounds with the fact that we've got an inf- uh, an infant six-month-old at home. And, um, that is challenging. And it's challenging now to have all of them at home. And your son needs help because Zoom kicked him off of the, the call. And, you know, your daughter needs to be have her diaper changed. And the other one's doing what three-year-olds normally do, which is running amok. Yeah. And that's just – it's really hard on my wife. So – I need the kids to go back to school so we can get some sanity back (laughs) into the world. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Well, we are to my number one. Um, So my number one thing that I want to be different in 2021 is that I want to be free from my student loan debt. Um, So I mentioned that that we had the Airbnb that we started, um, and all of the money that we make goes directly into my student loans. And if we continue doing things at the rate that we're doing and saving and and making sacrifices where we can, in addition to that, we should be able to knock out my student loans in 2021. So that's fantastic, man. Congratulations in advance. I I really appreciate that because, I mean, that's something that Haley and I have really been working hard at because I'm telling you, being shackled to debt is the worst. Um, So uh, we're trying to get rid of that so that we can... I'm kind of go get going in the direction long term that we feel like the Lord wants us to go as a family. There's things like, you know, me finishing out seminary that I would like to do but can't afford to do. Um, there's things like we long term would like to build a house and stuff like that. So, but we got to get some. We got to get rid of that debt. First, I have some so. Legos that you can borrow. <laughs> Not the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, Kyle, what is your number one? Um, so my daughter. 
uh, who's three. She'll be four in January. She was born with a cleft palate. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a cleft lip or, yeah. or a cleft, uh, you know, whatever you call that thing that the teeth come out of, gums, I guess. Yeah. Um, but she has a. She was born with a cleft palate. It was a pretty sizable cleft palate. And uh, a couple years ago, we were able to get surgery to close that, but it opened back up. And so this has had a profound impact on her speech development, um, you know. And so we've been hoping and praying for the opportunity, you know, for a variety of different reasons. Uh, we have not been able to get that um, appointment to close it up. You have to be careful how often you do surgery on the same area of your body. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you might end up killing the tissue and, and all that stuff. And um, so we have... Uh, we finally have a, another surgery date set for her um, sometime. Well, I say set a period sometime in the early part of the year. I'm just really looking forward to my daughter, hopefully having a more successful surgery and then being able to develop in her speech. Cause she, she, she loves talking. She loves communicating with us, but you can tell that it frustrates her sometimes that, that people don't always understand her. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hurting friendship development mm with some other other people and you know i just want the best for her and so i hope i hope and pray that this will be something that is different in 2021 yeah that's awesome um so i have something else i want to do and dakota didn't find out until today that i was going to do this i i came i also came up with the top five things from 2020 that i think need to stick around yeah i do not have this list yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna do this real quick number five no more blowing out of birthday (laughs) candles (laughs) I don't know, like, sometimes we just do things because we've done them for years, but if you really think about it, it's really not okay that we go to a birthday party and we all eat food that somebody just spit all over. (laughs) Is that why you appreciated that Crosby had his own cake? Yes, yes. (laughs) He did more than spit on his cake, though. That's true. He He bathed in it. He did bathe in that cake. (laughs) It was entertaining. But I, I love the idea of, of eating cake that other people didn't spit on. I mean, that's true. Um, number four, um, w- a habit that a lot of people developed in 2020 that I think is a healthy habit is staying home when you get sick. Mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how often my kids get sick because they went to school and somebody else sent their kid to school sick or someone else mm. sent their 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 kid to 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 church sick. That definitely doesn't happen now. No, no, it doesn't happen now. But you always get that as a pastor. You know, someone comes up to you and says, "I was running a fever yesterday, but I woke up and I didn't have a fever, so I I decided to come to church." And while you want to applaud their as tenacity, your hand. yeah, while you want to applaud their tenacity, you want to uh, decry their wisdom and say, <laughs> you know, you you, you could. You need to participate more in the ministry of absence. Yeah. Like, people can't do what the Lord has called them to do if you get them sick. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, this is not a rant, I promise. You know, <laughs> uh, Number three is the 180 conference. I think the 180 conference should stick around. At, at, at one point in time, we had decided that this was just going to be for one year and one year only a high school, middle school combined event and then it would be have decided that is not yes it was it was going to start being a a high school ministry event only and now we've decided to make it a every year thing for Mm -hmm. middle school and high school i'm really excited about that number two thing that i need to stick around uh lsu stinking at football lsu was 
horrible this year. <laughs> and it was amazing. I cannot stand LSU football. Um, I get fired every year when Alabama beats LSU <laughs> because our senior pastor is an LSU yes, fan. He is. And uh, like even this year, he said, I just want you to know preemptively, I'm going to, uh, you're fired when the game is over because <laughs> he just knew LSU was going to lose. And so I sent him back a picture of an elephant surfing. Um, oh, roll tide. Uh, so I want LSU to stay stinking at football um, because I cannot stand LSU. And number one, uh, my kid's new obsession with Star Wars. I want that to stick around. <laughs> yeah. We are we are almost done. We have, uh, as as my my wife, myself, and my son, we have watched every single Star Wars movie in chronological order, and we are in the middle of The Rise of Skywalker. Well, and and then... It will probably, you know, you will be excited about this, but Haley and I, with Connor and Michaela, just started watching the Star Wars movies nice. in chronolo- chronological order. So please, please have enough um, patience with the first few movies. Yeah, just I to mean, get them. yeah, love them for the story, <laughs> not necessarily the acting or right. the script or the editing, right, or the effects. Well, I know that Star Wars is a big part of your life, so it being a part of your kid's life, I'm sure, just rounds it out yes, for you. Yes, and my daughter just came to me. We were done, like, getting Christmas presents, and then my my daughter all of a sudden decided that she wanted a Baby Yoda for Christmas, and nice. I was like, I will get you a Baby Yoda for Christmas. You mean Grogu? Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! Listen, if they haven't watched it by now, that's their fault. <laughs> that was literally like uh, like two weeks Listen, ago. You cannot scroll through Facebook. Oh, I guess without this technically. That, so. I guess technically this episode doesn't drop until January. True. So. so Mandalorian season two will be over by then. Yes. So it's not my fault. Um, it is to your fault. <laughs> All right, Kyle. So I have a recommendation. I want to do this do real quick. Have a recommendation. Um, your recommendation is that you love when the church is full of people. <laughs> Uh, my recommendation is, uh, we had Josh on a couple episodes ago and we didn't plug this, which we probably should have, but Josh actually has a podcast of his own that he does on his own time. It is called steeple people. I really enjoy it. He does it with a guy that he used to work with down in South Carolina. Um, and they do a great job. It's really funny. Uh, they just kind of talk about the funny things or the things that people that go to church do or say or believe like um, go to church in, even though they had a fever on Saturday. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, it's just a fun uh, podcast. So if you just have some extra time on your hands, you want to listen to something that's just really entertaining. I would highly recommend. Absolutely. People. Listen to steeple people. People. So um, to wrap things up, um, we really appreciate you guys listening. Um, and we hope that uh, you will just interact with us. You can do that through a couple of ways. You can connect with us on uh, Instagram or Facebook at onthespot.podcast. Um, you can also send us an email. We will respond to you. Um, if you ask us a question and say you want a response, we'll respond. Um, that is onthespot at spotswood.org. And while you're doing that, we know that you're going to check out Fabio Guadararo's Instagram page. <laughs> and we, while you do that, tell him we talked about him on the podcast. Yeah, because he... Yeah. Did I say his name right? No. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Guarantano? Quateraro. Guantanamo. No. <laughs> so, again, just be sure to uh, help us out by rating the podcast wherever you listen and sharing it with other people if you think what we're talking about matters and you care that much. We would love that. Um, but, as always, we will be back in a couple of weeks to talk about more stuff that matters. Mm-hmm.